Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 75 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. Uh, my name is Nick Rose, and I am here back again doing another show for you guys. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I got a lot to cover today. Just like always, you know, it's been a while. Uh, let's hit the theme song, and uh, we'll get things going. <laughs> still digging that season three intro it's getting uh i'm getting used to it you know it's different um so anyway i was i was sitting back the other day and i was like man i haven't done a podcast in a while it's no biggie it's only been a couple weeks right (laughs) i realized that the last episode i did was right before halloween and uh it was with my son and in the if you didn't listen to it go back and check out the the last episode it's the halloween one halloween um where I had my son as my, my special guest, and we were talking, and he had thought that we were waking up the next morning to take um, his aunt, uh, my sister-in-law, to the airport. She said that she had to go to some work meeting. And uh, it turned out, and he didn't know this, we had it all planned out. It was a special secret trip to Disney World. And um, so the next morning, we get, up, we get up early, we get donuts, we go to the airport, and he's excited to say goodbye, and then, uh, you know... We're like, all right, everybody say cheese. And he's looking at the camera and says cheese. And then uh, after that, I handed him his uh, magic band for, for Disney World and uh, told him, all right, hold this, look at the camera and say, I'm going to Disney World. And he did. And he didn't get what he was saying and he didn't understand it. And he had to process it a couple times. I was like, no, 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 we're going to Disney World. <laughs> And eventually, I mean, he got it. He was in shock. And we were out there for 10 days. It was pretty amazing and uh, magical. Magical is the, the word I would use uh, to describe it. It was, you know, you ever want to see, make grown adults cry, you know, check out the opening ceremonies at Disney World where uh, Mickey Mouse comes out and tells everyone welcome and invites everybody to come into the park. It, it was it was amazing, and uh, so we were out there for Halloween, and so the kids got to trick-or-treat at the Magic Kingdom, which <laughs> was incredible. They actually they actually got six full bags of candy, and we, we could only bring two home on the, the airport. We gave four bags away, but uh, then they got, to, they got to trick-or-treat Halloween night at the hotel, and we all dressed as a theme. We went as Wreck-It Ralph, so it was... It was a lot of fun, man. We went, we went to all the different parks, and... Uh, Saw a lot of stuff, rode some cool rides. Um, we rode the Tower of Terror, which uh, he has still not let us live down about how uh, scary that was. And it, it was pretty terrifying. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I'm not big on thrill rides. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of thrill rides. So, <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, we... My daughter was, it was a nightmare. She uh, was not having it, not having fun. She had fun. We got to meet all the characters. She loved that, but I don't know if it was just an overwhelming amount of people. You know, she just couldn't process it, and it was just way too much. It was stressful, and um, so. But then we got back. Life resumed. 
And everything's been kind of dull since because, I mean, once you see that height of things and how uh, how great Disney World is, um, you come back and you're like, well, now, now life's just kind of mediocre and nothing will live up to that expectation, you know. But, you know, we, we trek through it. Um, I, <laughs> I realized I think I'm, I was more burned out from my job when I came back than I was before we had left for vacation. But I think the most magical part of uh, heading down there was I have never seen the ocean before. Um, you know, I'm stuck in the middle, the middle of the States, you know, and, and so I've never been around that big of a, of a body of water. So I really wanted to see the ocean. And um, man, by the time we got down there, I... <laughs> I told him, I said, you're going to have to drag me back to the plane because I'm not coming back. This is this is too amazing. I could just live here. Just live right here on the beach. I don't need anything. You know, it didn't get below, I think, 65 degrees the entire time we were there. And they told me that was a cold front for them. So, I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was magical. And uh, you know, the water was was great. And we, we, wa- we saw it from a, you know, 23rd story um, condo. And uh, right on the beach, go down there. And my daughter was terrified of the water. She thought that the, the ocean was going to come get her in her sleep. And uh, uh, my son found a crab in the, in the sea or in the, in the sand. He was a little snippy thing. He was pretty cool. Um, no, man, it, it's been great. And I've been wanting to do an update. And we came back and I got back to work. And then just, you know, life happens. We start getting ready for Christmas and Next thing I know, I didn't do a Thanksgiving episode, so you guys missed all of my my turkey puns. But um, <laughs> if you go to uh, my Instagram page, uh, KissMember34, which I'll get into later, uh, you can actually check and find my perfect uh, turkey recipe if you're still looking for that sort of thing for the holidays. I know Christmas is coming next. Um, I did a replay episode of the Krampus uh, episode from last year, which was pretty killer. Um, I might do something fun um, like that. Today, today's not a holiday themed. I just wanted to just get on the mic and talk for a little bit and uh, just kind of, I don't know, give an update on life and, and, and things I've been contemplating because, I don't know, man, it's a, it's a scary world that we live in. And um, I don't know, I had a I had a big event happen to me uh, recently and it's just been kind of weighing on me and... Uh, I thought that everybody might like to hear it, so um, I don't know what I'm going to title this episode, like, the day I almost got caught, cut by a pimp, spoilers, uh, but um, I don't know, man, it, it's been uh, it's been odd, and uh, and then, uh, you know, of course, when I'm home, when I do have time to do this, I'm with the kids, and they're not going to let me record, man, you got a two-year-old daughter who loves to just shout and scream, and my son who likes to shout and scream, and I don't know, it's... Uh, it's something. I don't know. But um, I'm going to play you guys a song, and then we'll get into some stories, and then uh, we'll go from there. So hang on tight. I did some uh, new music for you guys. Here we go. Every time you placed a bet You're still damn good No one's gotten to you yet Every time 
quicker than you thought You just turn your back and walk You always said The cars are never doing you wrong The trick you said Was never play the game too long Gamble share The only risk that you would take The only loss you could forsake The only bluff you couldn't fake And you still the same I caught up with you yesterday Moving game to game No one's standing in Long enough to get you by Yeah, you're still the same Everybody watched you play I just turned and walked away I had nothing left to say Cause you're still the same Yeah, you're still the same So recently, um, I actually just watched the entire series of Eastbound and Down on uh, from HBO with uh, Danny McBride as Kenny Powers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. It is hilarious, and I loved every bit of it. He's a character that you want to hate so much, but you hope things go well for him. And uh, anyway, by, by season two... Uh, there's a lot of Bob Seger playing in the background and the music and stuff. And I was like, man, it reminded me how much I love Bob Seger. So I was like, I'm going to do this song because it's in my head and I got to get it out of my head. And that's where a lot of my covers come from that I do. Um, you know, I I hear songs and they, they play in my head and play in my head and play in my head until I record them myself and play them and it gets it out of my system. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but that's, that's what I do. Um, I do have original music, too, out there. I just, you know... I, the covers are more interesting on the podcast, I think. But um, anyway, I don't know. Where was I going? Oh, so, okay. So recently, what what we've been doing is uh, we got my son into Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. He's he's a little guy. But um, I've been taking him once a week, and he, he's doing good. You know, he's he's learning, and 
earned his first badge already, which was really cool. And now he's on his way to earn his next badge and stuff. It's it's a big adventure. Well, one of the things they talk about in his Cub Scout clan is um, being uh, loyal to your friends and your you know your troop and everything and, and everyone you care for, but also being uh, helpful, helpful and having integrity. And we really drive that home to him too, you know, do your best, you know, be helpful, be a good person. Because, I mean, that's what we do with, with kids, right? We always try to make the world a better place through our kids, uh, make it better than it was when we were here, right? Make it better for the next generation. And I think a lot of people didn't get that. They didn't, they don't grasp that concept. They never got that memo. That's why the, the world is so full of hate and it's so evil. And there's a lot of bad things in this world. Um, but as long as you know you're doing the right thing and you do it, you're standing up for what you believe is right and you have that integrity, then at least you know you're doing your part to be um, on your way to being a good person. And I don't know. So we've been trying to, to, to tell this to him, you know, over and over. And so anyway, you know, I, I, I kind of live my life by that too. You know, always be honest, uh, trustworthy, and I don't know, helpful, right? But <laughs> sometimes in life you can't always help in certain situations. You can't do what you know you should do. Even though you try, things don't always turn out the way they should, and... um it's hard to differentiate when you should take a stand and when you should kind of back down. And and uh, I, I've been dealing with that that dilemma. Um, so what I'm talking about here, yesterday, yesterday I got off work early and uh, I'm driving home and I go to, you know, pick up my daughter. She's, she's at my mom's house, you know, having a good day while I'm at work. I got off early. I wasn't supposed to get off, you know until late that evening and I, I got off early in the day so I was like cool man I get to go pick up the kids and surprise them and, and have a nice night with them and uh, <clears throat> so I'm driving home and it, it's a one way one lane street you can't pass other cars and everything um, it's kind of like a not a highway but it's like an off ramp onto you know into a back road area which uh, is is one way and uh, his car stopped in the middle of the, the road. As it, It's the same path I take home every day. So I'm like, oh, great. What, do I, what happened here? Someone stall out? You know, what, what's going on? It looked like there was, there was some kind of, like, argument going on in the car. So I'm like, oh, this is stupid. This is wasting my time. I want to get home already. And I see this girl get out of the car. I say girl. She's probably mid, mid to late 20s, maybe early 30s. And uh, she gets out of the car and she goes running. And uh, the, the guy in the car is telling her to get back in. And she's saying no. And I see her, and her, her clothes are all torn up. And her face is kind of battered a little bit. And she's bleeding from the nose and the mouth. And she's crying. And she's hysterical. And she's trying to get away from this guy who wants her back in the car. And he gets mad, and he, he speeds off. He leaves. And, of course, I, my car is sitting there waiting for these two guys to figure out their life. And she comes up, knocks on my window, and asks for help. And honestly, I, I mean, call it selfish, but I, I don't pick up people like this. I, I usually go, eh, sorry, no, can't help you. And I, I drive past. But something about this woman, 
I thought to myself, I have to help her. She's, she needs something or she's not going to make it, you know? And, uh, so my car is a mess. I throw my coat in the back and say, get in, get in. I was on the phone with my wife at the time and I said, Hey, there's a, there's a lady here. She needs help. I'll call you back. So anyway, she gets in the car and says, just drive. Okay, cool. So I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, the closest hospital I could find or doctor's office or where I can take this woman to a bus stop. Maybe I don't know. I've never been in this situation before, and I'm driving along this back road for for about a minute, and all of a sudden I look out my, my rearview mirror, and there's this car speeding at about 100 miles an hour, no joke, and he's right behind me, and I was like, oh my god, I think this guy's going to hit me, and she goes, yeah, he's, brace yourself, he's going to hit you, he's going he's gonna to hit your car, and, and she's crying. She's crying. I didn't get her name or nothing, but she calms down enough to tell me, "Yeah, he's he's coming for you now. He's gonna hit you." Why me? What what did I do? I don't know this guy. You know, I'm trying to help in this situation. So um, I'm driving, and he passes me, and slams on his brake and turns his car, so it blocks me in uh, on this road. And I stop. Okay, it's kind of weird. Hit reverse. I go, no, no, no. I'm not gonna do this. Start to back up a little bit. He comes uh, towards the front, almost almost front ends me, you know, chicken style. And I stop, I try to turn the car. He tries running me into, you know, off into to traffic. And uh, he does it about, you know, three different times. And luckily enough, he never hit my car. But he came close and he was trying. And she's, you know, she's screaming, you know, stop, stop, go away. And this guy's almost kind of wrecked my car. And, uh... All I keep thinking is, man, I'm just trying to pick up my daughter. I just want to get my daughter and go home. I don't even know these people. I don't want to be involved in your mess of a life. You know, I'm just trying to be uh, honest and, and have integrity and do the right thing. This woman needed help, and I'm trying to help her and, and do the right thing. You know, I never do this. And uh, trying to be a hero, I guess. And uh, so this guy, I mean, finally about the third or fourth time, you know, this guy's like trying to ram my car. I put my car in park, and I put my hands up off the steering wheel. I said, I'm not going to do this. You know, his whole right end of his car was, was kind of bashed in. The, the mirror was broken. And uh, I told her, I said, I'm sorry. I, I'm not taking you any further. You have to get out of my car. And she gets out. And this guy wants to fight me now because he thinks that I stole his girl and we're, we're sleeping together or something. Within the, you know, the half a minute I've, I've driven up this road to protect this girl who's uh, on the verge of death, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm sleeping with this girl. So <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, 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 I, I don't want any part of this. And he's trying to get me out of my car, like pull me out of the car. He wants to fight me, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you, dude. I don't want any part of this. Take her. I don't. I was just trying to help. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, so she gets back in his car, which um, which is pretty stupid on her part. But that allowed me enough time to flip my car in reverse, spin it around, you know, James Bond style, and I I sped off. I I, I cowered and I uh, I drove away in fear. And um, as I was driving away, you know, I, I called nine one one and talked to the dispatch, explained what happened, told her the car and everything. But he was going too fast. I didn't get a plate number. And all I, you know, she says we'll have an officer call you back. They never did. So hopefully they found the guy. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm weaving in and out of all these, these back roads and these neighborhoods, these houses, thinking, man, this guy's going to find me. And I make it over to my mom. She's got an acre of land, and I kind of, you know, 
speed my car down the, the driveway, hide it in her backyard, and I left it there overnight. She drove me home. And, uh, yeah, it, it's been a weird situation. And I, I just kept thinking to myself all night, you know, did I sign that girl's death warrant? You know, by letting her get back in that car with him. You know, did I... <laughs> Did I ruin things? Did I make it worse for her? You know, would would things have been fine had I not picked her up? And that's been weighing heavily on me in the last day or so. And it's just, it's weird. It, it's odd. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I haven't heard anything back since. I didn't get her name. Nothing. Just, just, you know, trying to do the right thing. Trying to help. And I realized in that moment, you know, I, I'm not a hero. And, uh... I don't know. I hope she's okay, honestly. And uh, I, I wanted to get on here and, and talk about that too, and, and just think, you know, that's, you know, when I I did ask her when this guy was was chasing, I said, so who is this guy? She says, my boyfriend. And that just hit me hard, and I'm thinking, well, do you? <laughs> that's really the the kind of relationship you want to have. That that's the the boyfriend that you're choosing to to be with, someone that's gonna, you know, possibly put you underground, and. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things I don't understand because I, if there's any, if there's any female listeners out there, I want to say if, if nobody's told you today, you're special and you're worth something and you're worth more as a human being than to put up with this. And the same goes for guys too, but nobody deserves to be abused in any way shape or form emotional physical mental none of that nobody deserves to be in that situation and if you are in that situation get away i know that's it sounds easier than it is i guess but you have to get out of that situation because it, it'll escalate it will always escalate and it will it will turn sour man and i, I was talking to, to some people you know about it just trying to to figure things out and you know, the the most logical thing we could come up with is whether I picked her up or not, she was already planning on getting back in that car with him. And uh, I mean, maybe I'm telling myself this to make myself feel better. You know, maybe she was trying to get away. Maybe that was the last straw and she couldn't. But nine times out of ten, man, they always go back to that person who's not right, you know, not right in the head and who's going to abuse them and... One of these days, man, the abuse goes too far and your your body will give out and your brain will give out and you will cease to exist. And, um, you know, I was thinking, you know, I, I, I've got a family I need to get home to. I don't know if this guy has a gun. Um, this dude was, was pretty thugged out and he had, you know, four, four teardrop tattoos on his face and um, metal teeth, the grills. I guess he was in this nice sports car with a Rolex. So. Of course, my mom goes, "Yeah, that's a pimp. You you just you know dealt with a pimp." I was like, "That's that's weird because he was, I don't know, he wasn't wearing you know for coat, but uh, <laughs> who knows, right?" So I mean, honestly, you know, it's the one thing I don't I don't stand for. I don't stand for people getting hurt and abused. I mean, do do what you want as long as you're not hurting people and. Uh, this woman was scared, man, and uh, and then and then just to think about the the rage in this guy's eyes, man. He wanted to just hurt something, and and I thought to myself too, like, yeah, I, I know I I'm a strange guy. She got into a car with me, so that makes me the enemy. But I've never been the jealous type. 
I'm not, I'm not insecure uh, about really anything, and I, I'm not jealous. And if you don't have, I've always said, if you don't have trust in a relationship, then you don't have a relationship. Honestly, if you're gonna sit there and and kind of bash on the other person, thinking, "What are you doing behind my back?" That stems from you and your insecurities, and <laughs> I don't, I don't have that, that insecurity. And uh, I always told my wife that when we met, it's like I'm not gonna get jealous of you. I don't, I don't see any reason to. If you're gonna come home to me, then you're coming home to me, and I'm coming home to you. So why would that ever, you know, why would that ever change? I, I, I don't know. That's something I don't understand. I don't understand the rage of. You know, you looked at my girl, so I have to kill you, or a sort of, a sort of stupid thing like that. I'm not, I don't know, I'm not so like testosterone driven that I have to hurt things to prove my worth. Um, and I, I've even said that to people who've, I've, <laughs> I've had people threaten to punch me in the face multiple times, and I always ask the same question: What is the end game? What are you gonna gain by doing that to me? Um, if, what are you proving? That, that's it, you know? Because, I mean, uh, honestly, yeah, I, I guess I'm a big dude, but I think that guy could have taken me, honestly. I mean, he was he was ready for a fight. He looked like he had been in some scraps before. He looks like he had killed people before. I, I know I don't stand a chance, so what are you trying to prove, honestly? I mean, what do you gain from it? You gain respect of strangers passing by in cars? Um you get your face on the news. I I really don't know. Um, you get you demand more fear from a person who's trying to get away from you. If a person's trying to get away from you, something's wrong. Let them go. You know, reevaluate your life. Wake up, look in the mirror, and say what what have I done? You know, and maybe these are the people who who victimize themselves and and think that they're they're never in the wrong, but the world is out to get them. And then I, I was I was thinking about from her point of view, you know, she's probably been in this situation multiple times, but refuses to get away. And I see people like that who are just saying, you know, I don't know why I attract these types of people. These people always, you know, come into my life. And honestly, dude, you allow that. Um, it's the law of attraction. Honestly, you you manifest what you want in your in your mind, and the universe is going to give that to you. You know, you want <clears throat> to, the most dramatic people out there are the ones who say they don't like drama. That's, <laughs> that's a given, you know, and, uh, but if you have a positive mindset and you, you think, I'm not going to let any of this get into my head. I'm not going to allow these people in my life. I just want to live a good, decent life. I want to be happy. I want things to go right for me. They will. Um, I've been in those situations. I've been the, the negative woe is me person. And I, I, I realized that and I, and I've changed that and I've made my life better just by changing your mindset. And, uh, <clears throat> I, I've seen people at work like that too. You know, this went wrong today. This went wrong today. This is going wrong tomorrow. This went wrong yesterday. Think about the good things. What went right today? And when you start thinking like that, you change your mindset, your world starts to shift. Your world starts to change and positive things will come your way. But if you're going to stay in a negative situation for however long, then yeah, you're not going to attract good things into your life. And 
maybe that's just my way of rationalizing it. But, you know, I didn't sleep well last night. And I, I was thinking, you know, is this girl dead? Did I help in that? Because I didn't help her get away from this guy. Would she have stayed away? And for how long? You know, all those questions kind of come into play. And uh, it's been it's been hard. Because I see it and I think to myself, had I been a little faster, had I gone down a different street, would he have found me? Would I have gotten her to a doctor's office? Would I have gotten her to a police station to, to have her get help? What happens in that situation? And I, I can't think of the what ifs because we'll never know. But then I think to myself, well, now I've got to go. <clears throat> I've got to go down a different path home because I don't want to run into this dude. I don't want to run into the situation. And uh, I don't know. What if I'm, I'm driving home tomorrow and I see another situation? You know, does that person really need help or do I just say sorry? I, uh, not my problem. And I, and I, I have a hard time doing that because everybody is worth something and nobody deserves to, to lose their life over, you know, jealousy and aggression. You know, that guy does, you know, screw him. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets his dick caught in his zipper every morning. You know, maybe that's why he's so angry, but, um, and to beat on a helpless woman like that, I don't. I don't see the point. I don't see how that makes you, you know, respectable. And I don't know. Because, I mean, I've seen people in the in the grocery store uh, parking lots, you know, asking for help. And I'll, I'll drive away. I've driven away several times. I, I pull into the parking lot. They come chasing after my car. Help me. Nope. Sorry. Put it in reverse and I'll leave. Something was different about this woman. Something told me I had to help her. And then... Uh, not even a minute later, something told me, you're going to get shot if you keep her in the car. So, I don't know. I don't know uh, what the takeaway is on this, you know. Lesson learned. Um, look out for each other. Do uh, do the right thing. Do as best as you can, I guess. But look out for each other. Stop Stop with all the violence and the killing. And the, the, the just, I don't know. I don't know how to stop the aggression, but, um, anyway, that's my take, and, uh, um, honestly, I didn't get any, uh, any emails this week, and I, I haven't, uh, prepared for trivia, so I just really wanted to get this, uh, the story out here, and, I don't know, see how the world felt, because it's, it's definitely, uh, a crazy one that I won't be soon forgetting especially this close to the holidays man you know i uh i had two thoughts two two main thoughts when i was trying to get away and trying to get her out of my car it was uh one i need to get out of the situation because i need to go pick up my daughter my daughter needs me and uh the second thing is dude i've got tickets for opening night to go see the last jedi you can't kill me before i get to see the last star wars movie so <laughs> And and now you know I, I turn it into a to a to a satire or a joke because that's where my mind goes when uh, an automatic response to fear is humor. Um, I found and so if something's out there bothering me or or you know something some scary situation like that, I'm gonna try to turn it into a joke because that's how I cope with stress. I guess sarcasm and humor 
Um, and a lot of people find that offensive, which is, <laughs> which is weird. Um, I'll also say I've been watching a lot of Black Mirror lately, and uh, those shows are good because a lot of it you could actually see happening, and no story ends on a positive note. So it's kind of weird. There's always a twist and a, and a negative downfall in every episode. And one that I watched last night, on top of all this stuff going on, what had uh, I'm gonna spoil this episode. So spoilers. It had uh, these. Okay, three, two, one. Okay, now now we'll spoil it. It had these uh, these little bees. It's in the future where bees were extinct, and they had to make mechanical drone bees, which they have actually talked about doing for years now. So that that could be a possible thing here in the near future. But anyway, <laughs> there's a social media game called hashtag Death Two, and uh, anybody that's offended online writes hashtag death to such and such person and they post a picture up and if that person gets enough votes that person ends up dead and that's what the bees are for they, they drill into their head and they're killing them and then you, you you find out that at the end the twist is that was just the bait and the real death to is anybody who used the hashtag and I thought that's pretty insane um, especially, you know, if people are writing this, you know, death too, because you said something that offended me or something that I didn't agree with, dude, let me tell you, we are all entitled to our own opinions. And the thing that got to me with this episode is I see this, I see this on, on social media constantly. And I blame social media for a lot of the world's downfalls because it gives everybody an unwarranted, you know, opinion and a voice that they don't have in real life. So they, they live in this reality of, well, my opinion's valid. I'm offended at this. So I'm going to let everyone know. Or they, they see something on, on, say, Facebook, and they go, well, I have to comment on this, have to comment on this. You want to put your voice everywhere for whatever reason because you think you're the only important person that matters in this world. And I just got done saying you do matter. You do, but not to that extent. And the thing is, I think those people don't live in a real world where they know how to cope with things. So they get in the real world, and they have that aggression. And that comes back to this dude, I think, who doesn't live in a reality set world. But... Um, I don't know. It's scary, man. We uh, we have this very powerful tool uh, at our fingertips at all times, a social media thing. You can contact anybody at any given time in the world. And uh, a lot of times it does more harm than good. And um, I just want to say, you know, as a, as a closing statement, man, do something positive with it. Reach out to someone and just say something good. You know, the more positive things we get out there, maybe... Uh, Maybe this world won't be so crazy anymore. I don't know. That's just my thought. But uh, you can tell me your thoughts. Uh, go ahead and email me at uh, justokpod at gmail.com. Um, has anybody ever been in this situation? Are you the one that put me in the situation? Are you listening? You know, write to me. Um, you can also check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay. Um, I'm also on Instagram at kissmember34 where um, I do different album artwork you can also search the hashtag this podcast is just okay and i swear killer bees won't uh, drill into your ears if you do um i'm also briefly on twitter i don't use it all that much but it's uh oz music 34 and uh youtube i haven't been on youtube in ages uh that's also kiss member 34 i do I, I used to do a lot of acoustic cover videos on youtube but all the licensing stuff that went through was basically saying they were going to take my page away if I kept doing that. Which, you know, um, 
I'll leave you with this. Look up new, net neutrality because uh, it's scary, man. We're we're going to go through another age of uh, the, the golden age of the Internet is gone. I'll say that. And podcasting is, is different for sure. A lot of people are you know, talking about Patreon and stuff. I, I'm not on a Patreon. I, I just do this because I love it. And um, if you support that and you support me, um, I do have a merchandise page you can go to. And that goes directly to me. It's CafePress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise i've got hats mugs shirts pins you know the works um with two designs i'm gonna try to get a third design in soon um maybe with the cool cat head or something i don't know but um check that out i don't even have a shirt for my own podcast so if any of you guys want to buy me one for christmas that'd be pretty sweet um i guess that's all the plugs this week it's it's a big weight off my shoulders just trying to get the story out there and I don't know we'll go from there so um have a week and I will catch you guys next time <laughs>